Hey, and uh, welcome to Citizen Hank, a King of the Hill discussion podcast. I forgot to say, yup, that's okay. Yup. Not everything, not everything goes goes exactly how you want it to. Uh, and I, and I, don't, I only do one take. I'm like, who, who's famous person that does that? Uh, I think Woody Allen shoots all of his movies was, in one take. Like I was he does one say take, Stanley he's like, Kubrick, that's good enough. But that's hmm. the opposite. Stanley yeah. Kubrick <laughs> makes people do takes until they are dead, or did. <laughs> he is dead himself now. <laughs> <laughs> if uh <laughs> see there there's there's moments between us doing this but for you it could have been a couple hours between hearing hearing his voice again but this week i'm or episode i'm joined by cameron again hey everybody how you doing you like king of the hill <laughs> i like king of the hill too <laughs> i uh i was trying to think of like a wrestling hockey chant to do about king of the hill but we like propane. We like propane. Yeah, I'm joined by Cameron, my my co-host for the Casual Wrestling Fan Podcast. And we're here to talk about the 11th episode of the first season of King of the Hill, which is uh, King of the Ant Hill. Ha ha. Real good name there, guys. That's a good name. <laughs> and uh, this is... This is one that every time I watch it, it makes me more and more uncomfortable because I'm, of the B plot. I'm glad the you brought this up. B plot drives me nuts. <laughs> I'm glad you brought this up as like, soon as like, you did. What, what I I remember first watching it like when it hit syndication on Adult Swim because I feel like that's when I first like picked up watching it. I forgot to ask you in that last episode, so it's gonna be in this one instead. Cameron, what is what is your early life experiences with with King of the Hill? Watching it after a Super Bowl, my first okay. Let me let me start from the very top. My very first experience was with King of the Hill was watching it after a Super Bowl, and um, my grandma lived with my family at the time, and she really like you know was oh let's not do this, let's do this. This is good for the kids. This isn't good for the kids. So even though like maybe me and my sisters wanted to watch King of the Hill, it was turn that off. That's stupid. So we never really got mm-hmm. to watch King of the Hill. It's the same reason we didn't really watch the simpsons during that period um but then you know i got cable in my room not too long after that so i fell in love with king of the hill coming home from school and watching it um syndicated not really syndicated it was still on fox but it was just on that like 4 p.m mm, right yeah so i'd watch that like i'd watch that like hour block and you know i think the first time i was ever like king of the hill is great was watching um, the episode where Hank w- goes with his family to Japan to meet his brother. Oh yeah, that's that, that's when I was like, "This is great super good." Yeah. So yeah, uh, but then my I've sat with my mom and my sister and rewatched the whole series about ten years ago, and then you know I don't really have cable anymore, so I can't watch it syndicated. But now it's on Hulu. I'm watching through it again, and as a 25 year old man. This is the age to watch the show. You can appreciate yeah. <laughs> you can appreciate everything in King of the Hill in your mid twenties. You absolutely, or starting in your mid twenties, you can. I get all of it because watching it as a kid, it's like I don't. They're just it's, adults it, talking. Yeah. As as a kid, it's like, well, it's a cartoon, but 
why, why do people like this <laughs> yeah because it doesn't have a lot of like visual gag stuff that like yeah that like the matt groaning animated shows have like futurama yeah. and simpsons um but it's it's enough now to where it's like it's animated and that's cool to look at and it's also really funny and has cool commentaries about things it's it's one of those things where it's like the animation almost helps it even though it's so mundane yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> and uh, it's it's always it's always fun to find out what what people think cuz it's it's kind of a goal on, uh, on this podcast is fi- figuring out just the deep like h- how good king of the hill really is because it's not talked about if it's dismissed it's usually dismissed as like boring yeah or people think it's like an american dad type show but they're the people where it's like the conservative love letter but you look at who fucking made the show and also made idiocracy in silicon valley not not very conservative at all yeah or beavis and butthead which uh was almost made with the intent of making those people mad. <laughs> I, I would say at least halfway. Um, <laughs> yeah, King of the Hill is, it's, it's excellent. <laughs> anyway, we're here to talk about uh, the episode of King of the Hill, King of the Ant Hill. Um, like I said, the eleventh episode of the first season, and this is this is the episode that that really establishes Hank's Hank's love for lawn care. Yeah, there's a few things Hank truly loves throughout the series, <laughs> and his lawn and lawns in general. That's that's one of them. The the they they set up kind of the issue in the episode immediately. Hey, there, there's a block party coming up, and Hank's talking about how he has the best lawn in on the block and uh, his neighbor Khan thinks that uh he actually has the best lawn and asks if if doggy his dog can can shit in his yard <laughs> make i like when people say make <laughs> i never i never heard about make i never like heard that used in that way until i was an adult and I just, it's so, because it was always just like, yeah, you gotta go number two. You, you gotta get, I gotta go, I gotta go stink it up. Just whatever dumb thing like a kid says, you know? Um, and make is like the most appropriate way to say it, probably. Yeah. And I never yeah. heard that. So when someone said that to me or said it around me the first time, I was like, what does that make what? I gotta make, what are you going to make? And then I got that it was what it was. And then I was like, oh, that's really fucking silly. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny to bring it up because I think King of the Hills you the only place where I've heard it for the most part, where the the episode earlier in the season where Hank's constipated, um, when uh, Peggy's trying trying to give Hank, I think some bran or yogurt or something. Bobby's like, "Come on, Dad, it'll help you make." Yeah. Okay, I remember that. Yeah, that's. <laughs> That's got to be a real um, conservative values family type thing to say. Make. Yeah, <laughs> where you say like the the people who you'll say something like poop, and your friends' parents get really mad. Oh, I'm glad I was never around that. <laughs> That's awesome that I was never around that. 
and with, with the with the block fire pushing D- dale uh dale comes comes o- over to hank to hank's house saying that uh they've he he had a job cancel on him so he has to make up some revenue so he'll do it for free <laughs> wow dale is dumb yeah and Hank just kind of agrees to it because it, it's it's just what he does for his friend. He normally gives him $2 a week for it to keep up his friendship. And while well, he's he's stressed out about his yard and uh Peggy, who this is this is one of the I think this might be the ep- first episode that showcases her terribly be- how terrible she is about uh um make uh, Spanish and Mexican culture where they're, they're having a Cinco de Mayo party so she's trying to tell Hank that hey maybe uh, it's it's uh, it's Dale spraying the yard that's causing the problems yeah cause Khan pointed out some patches on the yard yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh, when she says Mexican the way she says what does she say initially on the phone she says the way she says avocado I can't even like She's, and she calls it guacamole. Oh. Guacamole. Oh, my God. And she's like, you you won't make it out of lima beans and something else? And then she says, great. She's she's like, ay, 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 gringos. Oh, yeah, when she hangs up. <sighs> oh, man, I love it. It's so funny. It's I, I have this horrible, horrible fear of being at, like, just some kind of convention and the voice actress for Peggy being there doing appearance, because that's what you do when you're a voice actor, actress. And I'll be like waiting in line, because you know I just I want to talk to her. I don't want to hear her talk as Peggy, but I just want to talk to her. And the person in front of me asks her to say Mexico, and it'll be like fucking uh, Manchurian Candidate, like fucking <laughs> code word that just sets me off and I just like, Russian sleeper agent go into KGB kill mode <laughs> because I heard it said right by me. In person. <laughs> Manchurian Candidate. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Yeah. It's it's really, it's really funny. There was something that my family said, um, Peggy Hill esque, for a long time as a result of it. But that is that stopped in the last couple of years. Thank God, I don't remember what it was. It might have been gu- guacamole. If it's guacamole, actually, that still happens. If I'm remembering recently, that's bad. Is, is it them thinking they're being funny? E- yeah, and just loving okay. how dumb Peggy is. You see, see. That, that's that's the goal of this podcast is to see if I can decide if Peggy Hill's really good or real bad. I think by and the end you'll d- you'll decide Hank is actually the biggest idiot on uh, on the show. <laughs> see, see, I'm already coming to the conclusion that Peggy Hill is just the ultimate eternal heel. Yeah, yeah. like you bring you bring her out, out into the ring and people will fucking people will cheer for Roman and and Baron Corbin. Whoa, dude! Whoa, that—that's—that's—that's that's, that's a wrestling joke for Cameron and for those of you who watch wrestling. If you don't know who Baron Corbin is, is a thing in wrestling where a lot of people like heels, bad guys, um, and Baron Corbin's not 
really likable in any way. Like, a lot of people like heels because they're cool, you know, they're anti-this, you know, they, they're against the establishment, um, it looks cool when you have the leather jacket and you pop the collar out and you're the mean guy. I think it's cool sometimes, too. Flick a toothpick in someone's face, you know. But, but Baron Corbin, he just looks like an asshole manager at an Applebee's, um, (laughs) and there's not really anything likable about him. And, and also, recently, they pinned on him uh, the show's declining quality. So yeah. now he gets, like, extra booze. <laughs> yeah, so that's... If you if Peggy Hill could get Baron Corbin if, over with the crowd, that that would be huge. What, what, what happens is she goes, oh, yeah! And then uh, Baron Corbin just deep sixes her. <laughs> See, what actually happens here is we go, okay, Baron Corbin's going to beat Peggy Hill. And then Peggy Hill goes, oh, yeah. And Macho Man Elbow drops Baron Corbin and gets the pin. No, no, no she doesn't. She does a super kick because of her big ass fucking feet. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. F- fantasy booking gets crossed over. Uh, <laughs> we can't help ourselves, y'all. We're sorry. <laughs> um. Uh, later they, they go they go to the well uh, Hank is complaining about uh, people critiquing his yard and unable to decide if about Dale and everything um, they, they go to like uh, a lawn care type store and um, I, I, I like the visual gag of you, you can tell Hank's upset because like every time they turn like Bobby like slides to the other side of the bed of the truck yeah it's just a nice little touch and i don't know why they're bringing ladybird to the lawn care store but it's it's a nice thing i like seeing ladybird it's 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 great how good of a character ladybird is just for being a lazy old dog (laughs) that just kind of has the same expression on her face no matter what yeah Just like uh, it's it's what your your dog does once old. He just kind of lays around, it's gets up slowly, looks at you. It's exactly and then what sl- they do. Then slowly goes back to their bed spot. Yeah. <laughs> you have a treat? No. <laughs> Good night. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And at at the at the lawn care store, he decides to buy. I, this is something I. It still like confuses me is I didn't know you could when you buy grass you can buy it like that um I th- I think it's probably from like a like a like a specialty place because like I used to spend I, I used to spend excuse me a lot of times um in my in my younger eight-year-old life a lot of afternoons after school at a store called Osh in Southern California, which is like, um, not Home Depot, Home Depot, but it's like specifically for gardening stuff. Like that's, that's all it's for. And there was definitely a place in like the greenhouse area of Osh's that Hmm. had grass laid out like that. And you could like, you could just check it out there, but you would mostly have to order it, um, to get, if you wanted like, you know. 300 square feet or something like that they didn't have enough to do that 
So you would have to like, okay, they'll come and deliver it on Saturday and then they'll lay it out. You have to go and maybe they can dig it up for you. But yeah, you can buy grass like that, which I do think is wild. And I've seen this episode three times in the last month now. Um, (laughs) As like a character moment for Hank, it feels out of place because he runs over to it like squealing like a schoolgirl. And rubs himself on it. But Hank... Hank is so, like, into this rivalry with Khan... That he will uproot his own grass to lay down other grass. And that is... That just doesn't feel Hank to me. Hank would be like, oh, I'll make my lawn better. But... Hmm. But I... I get it. It's it's funny. But the way he runs to the grass, I want to emphasize that. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's so happy. What is it called? Raleigh St. Augustine. That's Yeah. It. It, it's like uh Is that a real type of grass? Let's find out. <laughs> Raleigh St. Saint Aug- Augustine grass, also known as buffalo turf in Australia, is a warm season long grass that's pulpy- popular for cultivation in tropical and subtropical regions. It's medium to high maintenance grass that forms a thick carpet like sod, crowding out most weeds and other grasses. So that makes sense why it was expensive. It was it was a dollar twenty five per square feet. Yeah. That's and I was really trying to do the math, but Hank's yard looks pretty big, so that makes sense. And he has the backyard with the with the alley yeah. too. He probably did that. Yeah. So, um, and and it's carpet like uh, surface, then plays in perfectly to how everyone reacts to it after it's laying down. In the yeah, yard. it's 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 one of those things where I was super interested and confused. It's one of those like magical uh, cartoon things because everyone loves like. Uh, especially Luann is excited. She's like rolling around on in the grass, like it's comfortable. She's like, "Can I touch it?" He's like, "That's what a lawn's for." And I just, I just want to know how soft that is. It's a, car- it's like a cartoon burger. It's like a Krabby Patty. Krabby Patty looks delicious. It's like a Krabby Patty. Yeah. It's like a Poplar. Here's a deep cut for you. It's like the secret fourth flavor of ice cream from Kids Next Door. Uh trying my hardest it's in there i don't got it <laughs> oh I'll, I'll have to send you a link to it because you might brain blast you or like the fucking candy from jimmy neutron that he makes that everyone gets like a drug addiction for oh that episode's good but i do not remember what the candy looked like it's just like a weird purple candy thing but they make it sound like it's so good so i just i gotta know yeah I absolutely wanted to roll in that in that grass. And you've been you've been to Texas before. Is that what people do in Texas? Do they make grass angels instead of snow angels or something? Uh, I went during the summer. Oh, so, so there was no lawn. There it was just th- dirt. Well, there there was lawn, but uh, it was hot. Oh, so the lawn will like sizzle you like a skillet if you lay on it. That makes sense. That's okay. We don't have a corroboration for the grass angels in California. We just make trash angels. It's okay. Uh yeah, you guys don't have water, so you guys can't make it. Yeah, you can't make any snow angels. Ha ha. Yeah, you make smog angels. Ha ha ha. Yeah, we do. Ha ha. Oh, is that? I'll see you, Max. Mad Max is driving by my house. See you, dude. <laughs> We're funny. <laughs> and with with this new with this new lawn, um, uh, 
Hank doesn't want Dale to to spray it because he spent all this money on this really nice high end lawn, and uh, Hank partially because he's scared for the lawn, but also because I think Hank is just dedicated to uh, lawn care. He he wants to he wants to just keep it all nice and natural, and um, because of this. Uh, Dale, Dale drops uh some some fire ants that he had in his leg in a very Dale leg. way, just yeah. yeah out of the pant leg. He's not. It, you could have had a scene where he sneaks in there at like on the lawn at like two a.m. and drops the the fire ants on the lawn. And goes, <laughs> but he that's not what you get. You get the in plain sight. Shake the pant leg. Fire ants are in there. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah. While uh, Hank is trying to get Luann off of Khan's lawn, because she just turned into like <laughs> she she's just she just lost care. But also, it it's a little little subtle hint that Khan's lawn is still still just as good as the Saint Augustine grass. Yeah. Um, my favorite part, my favorite line potentially in the whole episode, is the family Luann, Hank, Peggy, Bobby looking over the new Raleigh Saint Augustine lawn. And then um, Peggy says something, and um, Hank says, I didn't do it for me, Peg. I did it for Arlen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> like, his beautiful lawn is going to help everything that's going on in Arlen. It's going to make life in Arlen better. You know, well, it's, you know it's really weird that this is a, a non-sequitur about... From a later episode, but Arlen has a bigger population than uh, Rapid City does. How many people live in Arlen? About uh, 150,000. That's actually a lot of people. I imagine Arlen would be smaller, but we are also yeah. talking about Texas. It is Texas, and it is like, they, they do show that it's not too far from Dallas. Yeah. So, he tr- he gets this uh, eco-echo kill stuff to kill the, the ants because... He doesn't want to spray chemicals, and it, it a good good visual gag. Peggy's like, "Oh come on, so Hank! The, the government wouldn't let them call have echo on it if it wasn't ecological." And it shows on the box the most economical way. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's really funny. And it's it's a uh, it's a weird plastic dome you put over the ant hill with a bunch of flies that uh, kill the ants. Yeah, by they, like sting their head and the larva hatch them? in their head and it decapitates them. Yes, because it's yeah. terrifying. <laughs> yeah, and, and Joseph and Bobby are hanging out looking at the ants and Joseph, <laughs> his dad is an exterminator, so Joseph is like, "Oh, that's cool. You want to collect the ant heads when they're dead?" And Bobby's like, uh, "That's a horrible way to go while accidentally burning ants <laughs> with a fucking spying glass." <laughs> It's so good. Yeah. And they, uh, <laughs> well, um, Dale comes in the middle of the night and just kicks it over. Uh, the bugs fly in his, the, like, weird bug things fly in his face and he sprays them with a, with a can and he's just straight faced as they all fall down dying, which is terrifying. He did say <laughs> in this episode at one point that he's tested every poison that he's ever used. Like, he's not tested, tasted. 
Yeah, that that is a common thing throughout. Like he, he, some episodes he's mentioned that he makes his own, or and stuff like that. And he's always shown not wearing a mask when yeah. he's doing his and job, and smoking while he's spraying chemicals yes. around. And uh, Bob, Bobby is like weird about the ants because he he wants to collect them, and then as there's more and more fire ants on a. Uh, on on our yard uh him and him and joseph like they, they they're talking about him and bobby has a bunch in his room in like a fishbowl and i was like i like i like the the white chubby one it reminds me of me <laughs> and joseph joseph says that that's that's the queen that's the one that's on on top of my dad's truck and in a joke that they don't fall through with in the rest of the series which is strange bobby goes you mean dale gribble and joseph's like yeah my dad oh my god which it, it comes up in like king of the hill discussions a lot it's like does that mean bobby knows y- yeah and bobby is a kid right yeah so bobby has probably heard whispering from uh, Bill, Boomhauer, his mother, his father. Does Luann know? Do you know that whether or not Luann knows? I feel like that's I, not. I I think the only, the only person who really didn't know that was an adult because there's an episode about it is Peggy. Yeah, yeah. But but the thing that confuses me about it is in later episodes it doesn't like hold up with it. Okay, and yeah. I'm sorry for people who are wa- who are listening through this and watching along. Uh, it's a syndicated cartoon show, so there's not a lot of spoiler spoilers. It's been on 22 years. Sorry, Th- that too, that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a uh, that's a uh, something I'll I'll com- I can complain to you about off air with the specific with the time. Uh, but yeah, it, it's strange because some people have implied like it's just Bobby being a dumb kid. I don't, I feel like he's definitely heard, like, if we're going to get into this and I'm going to do headcanon stuff, which we might as well, this is Citizen Hank, um, he, he's definitely been around while Bill Boomhauer and his father are drinking beers in the alley and something's said and Hank goes, you know, someone says like, well, like Bill goes, you know, John Redcorn's that boy's father and then... And then uh, Hank goes, Bill, shut up, not around my boy. And Bobby just looks up with the blank face and then walks away. So he, Yeah, so he... Okay. I had had to do it one time. (laughs) He he just knows. But he he doesn't know that Joseph doesn't know. So he just says it. And this, it, the situation could have, like, that could have been catastrophic. What do you mean, Dale Gribble is my dad? You know, but... It didn't. It was just like, yeah, my dad, Dale. (laughs) Like, it's it's funny for that reason, that it could have been like, that could have been the end because of a kid talking about it, but they're just (laughs) both just such fucking idiot children. They don't know. Like... It, this is this is what introduces the super uncomfortable fucking weird B-plot of... Oh, yes. Oh. The weirdest thing potentially in King of the Hill ever. Where... Uh, like, uh, Joseph explains to Bobby that the queen has pheromones that control the worker ants, 
So when no one's around, Bobby opens up the aquarium and just takes a big old sniff. Huge. And then whiff. he gets like, he gets like mind controlled by the queen ant. And the music that plays when that happens, and then the <laughs> scene later on when he gets the sugar for the queen ant, the music <laughs> oh that's playing God. in that scene is it's like, like psycho. It's so scary. It's like. Because later on, you can tell the motif they were going for with it, um, where it's, like, at the very end, the last, like, encounter of it, it, it sounds kind of like, um, that, that sort of, like, Egyptian desert-ish, like, like, spooky, like, pyramids and pharaohs and such, but, like, the, the very first track of music that they play with it is so weird. It makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because, and, and they they because I just I just want to explain this all this B plot before it, it crosses back over into the A plot, where. Uh, Peggy is like, oh, I thought, because uh, she's making churros and she's fucking horribly pronouncing everything and rolling R's. Oh god! And she goes to grab the sugar, but Bobby took it all and ate it and is fitting it into the ant, the queen ant thing, and then. There's the implication later when uh, Peggy goes over to the Gribble's house and asks Nancy for some sugar and they don't have any. The implication there is that oh Bobby God, I didn't even broke think about that. into their house and took all their sugar. He easily could. He's Joseph's friend, but that's so... Yeah. That's, I can just imagine the weird music playing while he's like <laughs> sneaking into the house to fill his mouth with the sugar bowl and walk it to his ant bowl. And like it, when, he's, when he's spitting the sugar into the bowl and he's going like, <laughs> eat my queen, and it's like fucking dark as shit in his room and there's like... It's so weird, man. Like, <laughs> it's <laughs> and I, I just have how I imagine that sequence going is he's like half mind control. He's like, "Hi, Miss Gribble, is Joseph home?" She's like, "Uh, ah, oh, Shug, I think he's in the backyard." Okay, and walks into the kitchen, like, cause I, cause that's how to get to the backyard, similar to the. The Hills House, yeah. and just grabs the sugar and just walks back home. Yeah, <laughs> shovels the sugar into his mouth, and then like tries to a very Bobby Hill thing. Tries to murmur, "He wasn't there. I'm going home." So it's like, mum, 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 home. And then she's Nancy's like, "Okay, Shug, see ya." Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> while the weird music is playing, like you can see it perfectly. It, it's so weird. Uh, while while this weird stuff is going on, Hank is uh, continually stressed about his yard. Um, there's, and when he got fed up with the the single ant hill, he took uh, his lawnmower to it, which that's not going to do anything. Nope. Really, uh, that's just going to kill their hill. Um, there's a, uh, he gets up the next day, and there's even more. Which the implication there is that Dale just is dropping more and more off. <laughs> yeah, because there's there's like a hundred now on his lawn. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Hank Hank gives in to um, letting Dale spray on his spray on his yard in a funny sequence for he's like, "Come on, I'll give you the two dollars." Like, I don't know, I don't know if that's good enough. So he's like, "Oh." 
fine. It's because you're my friend, and I shouldn't have done that to you. And I said, I said I was your friend, so come on, just do it. It's like, geez, Hank, I was just holding out for 250 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got too emotional on him. You wanted two dollars. So sad to spray your friend's lawn for $2.50. The whole thing about, like, him not really knowing, Hank not really knowing if the poison's good or not, but wanting to, like, give his friend some business is really sad. And then when he tells Dale that he doesn't want the spray anymore, how Dale reacts is, like, he's like, come on, just let me save face in front of the fellas. And then he, like, walks over and goes, like, shh, shh, all right, all good, Hank, see ya. It's so fucking sad. It... <laughs> While while he's he's spraying the yard, he's talking about how it's like high grade super chemicals that he's pumping all over, causing like huge puff puffing clouds. And while smoking a cigarette, unmasked, unmasked, and he's just telling Hank, "Yeah, you you might you might want to put put your mask back on." Yeah. <laughs> it leads to Hank coming out the next day because an alarm goes off at Cinco de Mayo, and um. No, it was the day before. I remember it was... I think this one is set the day before, right? Because when the alarm goes off, it says, It's Quattro de Mayo. There's, like, radio oh! going, It's Quattro de Mayo! <laughs> it's really, like... Are <laughs> they that really obsessed with Cinco de Mayo in Texas? Like, that's really <laughs> funny. Yeah, and H- Hank comes out to find out his yard is, um... Is, is all dead. Yeah, it's just it's just a desert. It, it Hank is just sit, sitting on his... On his lawn, sad. Uh, Pe- Peggy goes to ask, "What is that, Nancy? Nancy talk. Nancy's house talking about the, the the block party, and that's where the sugar thing is." So Peggy's, she's like, "Oh, I think we have some sugar in the basement," and Peggy goes into the basement to find to grab the sugar herself because she's already walking that way and finds uh. A bunch of maps and all sorts of pictures and stuff proving that Dale was dropping off uh, the fire ants onto their their lawn. And uh, <laughs> she, she, she confronts Dale about it and he's like, uh, they're silkworms. If you keep quiet, I'll, 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 I'll make you a business suit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she she discovers that it was Dale's thing all along, and he has all kinds of he has all kinds of like diagrams of the Hill House and stuff, and setting up the plans. And he's like, "It wasn't me." And Peggy says, "Yes, it was. I saw, I saw it right there. It says 3 a.m. Drop the ants or whatever." And it's it's a, it's a really funny interaction, and he has so <laughs> many he has so many fire ants in there. And that that kind of pays off later, like at the very end of the episode, I think, or towards yeah. the end. This is this is when it uh, starts to ha- have have the crossover of it of the A and the B plot, where uh, Pe- Peggy is telling Hank about uh, about what what Dale did as Dale's walking by to his truck, and Hank gets up to. He's just screaming and saying he's going to kick Dale's ass. And Dale's like fumbling around his keys trying to get into his truck because 
he he knows what he did is wrong, but uh, very similar to my brother tell telling you that it's your fault that he lost your Mario Rabbits. He's mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm like, Hank. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's almost exactly. Yeah, I think, I think your brother bro- Dale Gribble might have some stuff in common. My brother's just like, I'm, fi- I'm, <laughs> I'm 15. Yeah. Hey, why'd you lose my Mario Rabbids? Well, you shouldn't have given it to me. I'm a 15-year-old. Bro. I'm about to Batista bomb you in here. Right? There were tables. Uh, they would not have broken either. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. They're like the New Japan tables. Oh, they're like six New Japan tables stacked on top of each other. <laughs> and while this is this is this is going on, Bobby is releasing the queen for whatever reason, sending her back uh, to the wilderness and thanking yeah. her. And Bo- Bobby's like, "No, you can't go out there. It isn't safe." And then he goes, "I'm sorry, I spoke out of turn." As he's letting her go, he's like, "I'll tell my people about you," which I don't. I don't know what uh, <laughs> what what caused the other fire ants to attack him. Maybe maybe she was using him and she was getting rid of the evidence. What I think it was was uh, if you remember the scene. He says, "I will tell my people about you, but if I may ask." Can I tell your people? And then as soon as he says that, all the ants turn around. <laughs> like, the moment he says that, all of It's like, nope, we're not going to listen to this, and now we're going to kill you. <laughs> and he's he's covered in ants, and while Hank is screaming at Dale, he's like, Dad? Not, not now, Bobby. Dad, I don't think this can wait. And he turns around, <laughs> and he's just covered. Covered in fire ants. Such a... You don't see something this bizarre, and you've you've seen every episode several times. I can assume. Yeah. Have, is there anything this weird in King of the Hill after I this think point? It, I think the weirdest sequence in the show, besides like a lot of the stuff with Bobby and the ants, is the episode where Hank breaks his nose playing flag football. I do not remember that. Was that was that real late in the series? Yeah, it's like a, one of the final two season episodes. It's not a great episode, but he has a horrifying fucked up dream. Okay. The the, the other one, but it, it works in a, in a better narrative way, is uh, leading up to going to Japan, where they go into like the sauna and they all have their like sweat lodge dreams. Mm-hmm. So that, that one has kind of some visuals like that. Yeah, so... But. Dream sequence things are pretty weird, but like yeah, this one not was like, like reality. In, yeah, not nothing that happened in reality, as far as I can think of. <laughs> this is like a traumatizing thing. If I was covered by fire ants at the age of twelve, like Bobby was, I would never touch an ant. I would never. I would flip a table if there was an ant on it. Like, <laughs> I thought you were about to say never go outside. It's like we don't go outside. Yeah, I, 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 I was going to. That's why I pivoted because I already don't. <laughs> I try not to. <laughs> and, I don't have to try. Uh, and uh, D- Dale says, uh, he he tells for Bobby to to take shake his hands like they've been they've got they've got issues with me for years. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna want a piece of this. <laughs> so they they all jump onto him and bite him and sting him and whatever, and he's like collapsed on the ground dead. 
Dale's like it's like it's like someone dying in a movie sequence like Dale actually actually sacrificed himself <laughs> yeah and Hank is Hank is crying oh yeah Dale. <laughs> but he's a <laughs> D- Dale um Dale Dale's fine and he just kind of wakes up because he's probably been bit by fire and so much he doesn't even really realize but he the, coughs uh, a couple out, which is funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the the finale of the episode is Hank sitting in his house depressed because he doesn't have a, have a lawn. He he got done fighting with one of his best friends, and uh, he's cheering himself up by watching the golf uh, like a golf video and rewinding <laughs> someone landing, yeah. hitting the ball onto the green and going, "Oh, it's beautiful." <laughs> yeah, and he um. Pe- Peggy comes in and asks if he wants a, and I'm not going to do it because it drives me mad, a margarita, but she rolls the R's a lot. Yeah. Uh, before Bill drinks them all. <laughs> and he, 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 Hank is like, it's not that, it's a margarita. Margarita. <laughs> She's real mad that she rolled the R's. That's that's always a fun thing. Is when Hank's upset, so he doesn't he doesn't put up with Peggy's annoying bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the doorbell rings. They go to the front door, and everyone's giving them a chunk of lawn. Uh, like um, Dale said, it was all natural. He killed all the bugs with his hands. Bill says, um, "I was saving this for someone special, but she's never coming back." <laughs> it's, it's so sad. <laughs> what also what what woman uh needs a uh <laughs> wants a, a square a long hey, square he's desperate he'll try anything the uh the, the credits are it shows him with like the, all those little squares on the lawn and he's just happily mowing over those little chunks yeah it's a it's a nice ending to an episode and yeah. i i like what happened between Dale and Hank, even though Dale is a dumb asshole, uh, he's still, he's still like, you know, he was obviously giving him money to do something that he probably didn't need. Yeah. But he, he still like cared enough about Bobby to sacrifice because Dale does some pretty cowardice stuff, even in the episodes before this, but he was like, it's okay, Hank, I'll, I'll take the hit. I'll take the bites from the ants. So, yeah. um, it, it's, it's nice overall to, to, you don't get many moments where Hank is, you know, apologizing to someone and being emotional. Yeah. Cause it's, it's usually, you know, like the last episode that I was on, it's usually Hank swallowing his emotions. It, it's, it's nice because, uh, there's a lot of that reconciliation there and, it shows that even after something bad happens, you can re- you can still reconcile with someone. Yeah, like Hank. Sp- the, I I feel like the the bigger issue really comes from that Hank spent a ton of money on a brand new lawn, more more so that that he's like super excited about. It's like like if you bought Halo Three when it came out, and then your friends like, "Can I borrow it?" And I was like, "And you're like, well, I just got it and." something's coming up in my family so i'm not gonna be able to play it so yeah and then you get it back on monday 
and it's all covered in scratches and your Xbox doesn't read it. Wow, that happened to me, but it was Rock Band 2. Hmm. And the person broke the instruments on purpose. It's a nice I, message in the episode. I like everyone yeah. giving Hank the little pieces of lawn. That's that's sweet. Yeah. It, it's it's really it, it's one of those common things that Hank is really central to everyone. Uh, saying existence is a little much, but <laughs> he's kind of like, even though they're all like it's four or five separate families, he's kind of like the the big brother or the pops yeah. of the block. He knows how to fix stuff. He knows what people should be doing, and that's like he's smart. He he might be a little you know, um, overly critical and conservative at times about specific things. But there's an episode in the scene that conveys that really well, where um, he he goes a- around to Dale's garage to ask him to spray the lawn because of all the anthills, <laughs> um, and Bill's going, "Oh, Peggy wants me to." Uh, barbecue all these steaks, but I don't think I I have all the what is he, he says Mexican ground beef, which what is okay. Um, I don't think I have enough propane to 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 do it all. Could I just top off the tank with some lighter fluid? And Hank is going like, oh, you don't want to do that. And Dale goes, burn is burn. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's he's trying to stop them from doing stupid things. And yeah. he probably does that on a, on a regular basis, and I mean, you you do see that he 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 is very central to everyone's everyone's life on the block. He is the citizen <laughs> Hank, if you will. <laughs> is, is there anything we might have skipped over that you want to mention? Um, I I got the burn is burn parted. Um. When when Peggy and and Nancy are in the kitchen, what does she say? Oh, sugar, we're out of sugar, sug. That's good. That's <laughs> I like that. Nancy's a funny character. Yeah. But other than that, um, yeah, just how creepy like the the, the B plot <laughs> is with Bobby. It's so it's weird. So, it's so uncomfortable. It's, I'm gonna rewatch the episode when we're done recording because I want to see some of it because it's like <laughs> weirdly drawing me to it. I feel like maybe that ant, that animated ant from fucking 22 years ago is getting into my brain. <laughs> well, if uh, if people want to see you tweet about uh, a queen ant. Or talk about it. <laughs> Where can they do that? They can find uh, me and um, my highness's thoughts on twitter.com at Cam Hambone, where me and my <laughs> my new aunt overlord will be tweeting about wrestling and video games and all kinds of other cool and interesting stuff. Um, Jory... <laughs> Where can they get more jewelry on the where can listeners of Citizen Hank get more jewelry on the internet if they like jewelry? Which if, they should. If you, want, if you want some more content of jewelry, and it better be this jewelry, if there's other jewelry, you have to let me know. Get rid uh, of them. Because I'm jewelry. Um, you can find me on Twitter at, at no I'm jewelry, where I tweet about video games, wrestling, or just the dumb shit that pops into my head. Like uh tweeted today. I I'm not sure when this is coming out, so you're gonna have to do some digging back for this. But I tweet. I made a poll asking, uh, "What's more, what contains more power? And it's the ball. Is it the ball inside of a spray paint can or the ball inside of a Ramune bottle?" So, 
Oh, um, hmm. That's a tough one. I need to check these <laughs> results. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is dumb shit that comes to my mind. If you like, uh, like, like the discussions that we've had here, uh, you can listen to us on every week, pretty much on the casual wrestling fan podcast where we, uh, talk weekly about wrestling in the WWE. Mostly sometimes other stuff, um, especially ramping up the, uh, all elite wrestling is happening. So we, we might dedicate a little snippet in there and be like, Hey, something cool there happened this week, but that's to worry about later. And it's the road to WrestleMania too. So. It is the road to WrestleMania, which if you if you're wonder if you want to get some insight on some different pay per views or stuff like that, we've recorded for the only two pay per views we haven't really talked talked about were Extreme Rules, Hell in a Cell, and Backlash. Which those are all ones that didn't really need to be talked about for the most part. But we did take the time to talk about uh, December to December two thousand six. So, one that's going to get if, talked about every year on that show, in fact. <laughs> until the end of time. Mm, yes. Or until they do another December to December. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling it this year. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> and if you want uh, some more, I have some more discussion on my One Piece podcast called We Are Watching One Piece, where I talk about One Piece uh, with a friend who's caught up with it. I'm... Um, 200 some episodes in and they're pretty much caught up so if you like the level of discussion we have here or on the uh, CWFP uh, you can find that there so um, yeah they're hosted on the Orange Groves Network which you can find all sorts of different things different cool podcasts there which very thankful for them for hosting this and us so uh, yeah thanks for listening This is Ben Bath and I don't know anymore. I need out of this fucking podcast, okay? We got, we, got we, we we talked about Bionicle for a very long time and we tried mm-hmm. to stop, but then some evil force trapped us in hell and is forcing us to talk about things that start with the letter B until we die. We did Beyblade and now we're on Batman and it's just gonna keep getting I'm fucking a, I, worse. I am a, I am afraid of what happens next. I haven't seen my wife in several days. Please help us. Please help us. Oh, God, Joe. Please help us. Joe, do you hear that? Oh, God. Go to theorangegroves.com and help us. Please, God, please. No, no. Oh, God.